Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. everybody, welcome to Red Wings Rant, where tirades and impassion pleas for your Detroit Red Wings finally have a home. Look at Matt decked out his office. Look at all that stuff. What? No, look at my cool shirt. Look at Sammy Zane. Yeah. Hey. Is that the one I got you? Or no, I no, got I you the this. stick figure. No, this is Sammy for Syria. Let me, uh, yeah, that's my other Sammy shirt. And uh move some of my soundproofing mike i sent you a message earlier today to show you all the soundproofing i'm doing in this room does it sound like you can only hear me right now man i couldn't even hear the text alert it was so quiet in there <laughs> i don't need that. well done what do you mean what text i don't know. alert uh man um, your office looks identical to your last house did you actually no, buy see, a new I, house? I put hats there's hats <clears throat> okay uh <laughs> And remember like the bookcase bookcase used to be right up against this. So clearly I bought a new house because the bookcase is back there. Clearly. There's, there's you guys no question. living in the same house. Don't buy it. This is <laughs> a bunch of baloney. This no, house remember, looks exactly and, the same. And I have the slightly dehydrated peepee walls and not the blue ones. I used to have blue walls. Mm. Now they're so you definitely got a new house and didn't just paint the walls. <laughs> Got it. People paint their houses. It's just Getzel's where the board. dimensions What's are, Nicole. <laughs> What's going on, Ketzel? Ketzel. Hee-haw! Ketzel, um, weigh did... in on if you think Matt actually got a new house or just painted the wall. <laughs> Chewie's aboard. Uh, he just got home from the Tigers game. Chewie, what happened with that Tigers game? I uh, I got to say, I'm I'm a terrible Tigers fan. I gave up, I gave up after April, I think. <laughs> Chewy, I'm playing fantasy baseball this week as the playoffs. Um, every game's a nail biter for me. Um, and luckily, I picked up Hunter Brown yesterday, so I was pretty happy about that. Yeah, I remember. Remember, we were doing uh, conversations about uh, you know the Tigers having Green and Torkey and Red Wings having Lucas and Mo, and we were trying to like, oh, who's that for the Lions? Who's that for the Pistons? And then Torkey kind of. Got he didn't torque enough. There wasn't yeah. enough torque. <laughs> no. He'll get there, though. He, he's got... Uh, he's hitting some barrels now. Yeah. Two two to one loss from the Chewster. 
Um, yeah, I, I, Mike, we compare the Red Wings and the NHL to other sports all the time. Mike, Steph Curry is about to sign a billion dollar deal with Under Armour. Um, who's right off right off the bat here? Let's let's go. Who's the one NHL player who could sniff that deal? Is there one? There's your two. <laughs> is there one, and who would it be? Uh, it's, well, I'm trying to think which sponsor would sign an NHL player for a, a massive endorsement like that. Um, yeah, like like Under Armour doesn't even want to make. They don't even want to make hockey equipment. Maybe they do, but they don't want to be known for it. But yeah. you know what I mean? Like Under Armour's like, yeah, basketball shoes and fucking shorts. Yeah, sign me up. <laughs> Who's going to wear them? Steph Curry? Aye, aye, Captain. Wow. A billion I... dollars, Mike. I do the escrow feel... conversation would end because that one player who gets the billion dollar deal is going to be such a team's first NH, you know, boys first kind of guy that he's gonna, he's just going to share all the money back and cancel all the escrow conversations. But what Speaking are the big, of, what are the big endorsement opportunities, right? Sportswear. Nobody really buys hockey stuff. We don't really buy skates or sweaters. It, you do, but it's not, it's not like basketball shorts that you can just Adam Sandler <laughs> it and make that your wardrobe. <laughs> like you're not going to wear your, your hockey pads. You know, unless you're out fighting crime at night, you're not going to wear right. hockey pads <laughs> besides the moment that you're it's, playing well, it's hockey. Not, I don't know if it's going to be Subway, right? Uh, they're big on it. Because um, I, I don't think there's an apparel company, man. Um, so the player... Gambling? Gambling? I mean, everybody's kind of on that. I mean, we're, we're even on that. They'll take anybody. Okay, so you're... Okay, so the point is you don't need somebody special. Um yeah, that makes sense. You just need a good deal to get people in, which is why they give away alcohol in Vegas so that you'll just so they don't they don't need Mo Cider coming up and pulling down on a on a slot machine to sell gambling. Um, I feel I like know. the closest we could do is uh, maybe take it back to Las Vegas and sell um, like uh, uh, like. Uh, tickets to magic shows and then have like <laughs> Trevor Zegras scoring and then Pavel Datsu comes in for like a legend to legend, you know, Michigan goal kind of thing. Do you think it'll start happening when there's an NHL player who can actually sell the NHL to a fan base? Oh, snap. That Got was, uh, I was taking shots. Sorry. Yeah. So, Cause the, best, yeah, they, could, know, the uh, they could really use a uh, Maxwell Jacob Friedman, I think is what this company <laughs> needs. But, I uh, mean, Steph Curry like really, and, and correct me because you know that you know uh, the NBA better than me. But he really is like a great spokesperson to have for your brand too, because he, he he's a family man. He's yeah. amazing at basket. He changed the game of basketball, so kids he, just want to yeah. be him, just like how they wanted to be Michael Jordan. Yeah, and he's, I mean, uh, he's he's a good looking cat, you know. Yeah, he's a he's a perfect ambassador. Um, he's, he's all about just like working hard. Cause he's not the biggest player. He's not the fastest. He's the one who worked the hardest on his shot. Um, so he's already got a perfect mantra. Um, yeah. Like, he revolutionized fuck, Mary the... kill. fuck Mary kill. Uh, Larry Bird, Michael Jordan and, uh, Steph Curry. I'm just right. kidding. Uh, <laughs> okay, cool. I already had my kill ready, but. <laughs> 
Yeah, Steph's perfect. Man, uh, the NHL's not there yet. I could not think of a single marketable player in the entire league. Uh, Mo Sider, billion dollars for... For mm, Garnier? <laughs> Gar- Garner? Gar- Garn? Am I, I think he the hair, the hair product, right? Garnier? Oh, yeah. For, for uh, yeah. The, Those luscious they, they German that locks? For men. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. You could get on the heads, head and shoulders uh, thing with, like, Troy Palomalu and then... Um, who does that now? Um, I couldn't tell you. Well, no, it's um, this is a yeah Garnier Fructis. We do. That's by the way, we do have actual thing. topics yeah. today, but oh right, yeah. We just <laughs> couldn't think of uh, where the NHL would be with this massive endorsement because it's 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 pretty crazy. But it's if it makes Under Armour money, like they've been making money with The Rock, um, I think they're going to make even more with Steph Curry. So pretty pretty good investment. Speaking of Mo Cider, yeah. great transition, Ketzel. Um, burp. Uh, named Mike. I this is here. Here's what we want to do. Uh, make the announcement, right? He's he. The NHL has their list of the top fifty players right now, and uh, Mo Cider is number forty nine. Top. Uh, let's let's go forty one to fifty. Is Jack Eichel? Oh boy. John Carlson, Chris Kreider, Alex DeBrinkett, Miro Heiskanen, Gabriel Landeskog, Philip Forsberg, UC Saros, Mo Sider, and Jack Hughes. Right off the bat, hmm. can you take Mo and have him hop above any of these guys on this list? I, I would I comfortably would put him on at least number 40. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you're just trying to make fans on the show. Because uh, well, I mean, yeah, I, I do want some. Yeah, I do want some more fans. I'm tired of people <laughs> liking all Matt's opinions. They don't like mine. Because um, I give soft, cuddly opinions, you know. So Mo, I, I, whatever this list is, I don't know if they just mean like it's the top 50 player. Like it says top 50 players right now. Um, but if right. I'm, you know, like, starting a team, knowing what I have so far, yeah, I would easily have him leap over all these guys. Sorry. Um, I mean, like from a Red Wings perspective, I'd rather have Mo Sider than any of these guys on this list. That's fair. Uh, it's just, it's hard. Like if I was going head to head with anybody, you know, a Colorado Avalanche fan and I had to go, Mo Sider is better than Gabriel Landeskog. If I was surrounded not only by that Colorado Avalanche fan, but also NHL fans across the league, once they stop belly laughing, then I could start my explanation because, you know, it's one season in. And we love Mo Sider and we know he makes a difference. But I, I um, look, I, I, here's what I want to say. I think this was a great way to fit in a Detroit Red Wing on the top 50 players around the league. This is great. Um, oh, I haven't seen the whole list. Are there, is there one oh. other Red Wing on there? I think this is all we have so far. I'm not 100% sure. Because um, when I was searching for it today, I could only find the top or the bottom 10. Um, so I I, I was going to say this. My next uh, juicy question, I think, out of here. Mike, is, is Trevor Zegras in the top 40? Uh, uh, I mean, uh, you know... Uh, 
I, I don't know if I would have him in the top 40. Um, if I don't think it's fair for him to be above cider. Um, so I would say no. If cider's at 49, then Zegers should not be on the list. I like it. You're coming around. You're getting the... <laughs> I, I mean, was never fun. against him. I told you we were just trying to market this league. That's why I would give that guy awards. But if I'm trying to pick the best players, then, um, yeah, Eichel, yeah, I don't really get that one either, Dan B. If I'm, just, I'm trying to pick, like rank the best players and who I want on my team, I would... I want Mo to win. I want Zegers to market and sell tickets. Uh. Doc, oh wait, uh, sorry, cancel thrown out there. Mo is better than Heiskanen, and Eichel is ridiculously overrated. <sighs> I guess you think I you're upset I now. Wait till you see who number forty is. <laughs> when it's Trevor Zegras, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> well, he's got he's got an NHL game to market, so I I I I think I think the NHL's done right with marketing him for the season, and then he can just start once the regular season starts rolling. I, I don't when I say it's it's difficult, I can't imagine that it's easy to say that Mo after one season jumps ahead of any of these guys. But I do again have to say the more fun or the, the more accurate way or the easier way, maybe, for me to judge this is that I would take Mo over any of these guys on this list, no problem. Yeah. There's yeah, probably I mean, saying- another Right now, Landis Cog is probably better than Mo, but if I'm projecting, I would want Mo. <laughs> here's here's a good opinion, Daco. This list is stupid. <laughs> That's <laughs> I mean, most of these lists are. Um, I think um, and Ketzel throws out there agreed. Um, I think these lists always are just brought up to start arguments, but I I honestly I was just happy. When I saw this, I, I was just, uh, it was good vibes. I think if we get another solid and uh, like in uh, an upgrade from Mo, but another solid season for Mo, um, and we don't see him take a bit of a hop from this number 49, like there's going to be Red Wings fans all over the planet that are furious and burning down the NHL network. Uh, but for right now, I'm, I don't know. I was, um, I saw 49 and I was okay with it. I, I didn't know that this list was coming out. Uh, maybe if they prepped me, you know, we would have had a full episode where we like, does Larkin get on the list? Um, but we didn't. If he's so only at 49, though, I will say don't hold your breath on seeing a, many more Red Wings. I think oh, this I means think that's maybe, my last, maybe last Larkin? question. Yeah, the last maybe question would Bertuzzi? be, can anybody else fit on this? And I don't think we're getting another in the top. If Eichel's at 41, then Larkin mathematically, based on last season, has to be above him. Above, I mean, above him, as in in the top forty, or above him, as in he didn't make the top fifty list. I think say? he, I think he's going to make the list. I think oh, he's okay. going to make the list. I think Eichel got punished for being injured. That's why he's, you know, bottom ten of this top fifty. All right. Um, Dan B. Let me guess. Lafreniere is better than Mo too. Who's saying that? Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh Ketzel, they are treating Zegris like uh Austin Matthews and they are miles apart. Yeah, I mean Zegris he had a pretty cute season, but uh yeah, it wasn't like groundbreaking. It wasn't like Well, it's you know, funny we were... that you brought up Steph Curry today and yeah. Zegris Steph and Zegris are similar in that when Steph came in, he wasn't even touted as a number 1 pick. 
Like nobody is talking about them. So I'm just saying, you talk about guys who kind of change the game and change how you think about it. Zegras is kind of making those moves and making people think about, you know, maybe maybe coaches actually let these guys practice these um, skills instead of, you know, more traditional stuff. No, that's not going to happen. The coaches, what'll happen is that kids are going to do it more and more. And when guys make it to the NHL, they've been practicing since they were in, you know, tiny leagues. And now they've perfected it by the time they get to uh, juniors, college and minors in the NHL. There will be, I don't think, I think there will be, be there like, will be an influx, right? Like when Curry hit the floor, a lot of people just started shooting threes without making them. But now everybody's also shooting them and making them like changing their form to kind of be similar to him. So I don't know if that means that people are going to be like, uh, you know, I kind of want to make an NHL team and have a career. Maybe if I could kind of figure out the stick handling thing too, maybe I'll uh, get a little Jabberuski. What do you think? Um, what else we got here? Um, we just have a, a couple more NHL, I don't know, lists to talk about. They have their fantasy draft kit. Mike, you're really excited about this. Um, I don't have a full kit to point out here. I thought for two reasons, this is funny. This is specifically for the Atlantic division, best left wing, right wing defenseman and best goalie all coming from Tampa Bay. Their best center is Austin Matthews. Um, but I thought it was, it was pretty cute. Another little bit of a tidbit of Red Wing news here. Uh, yeah, there's I, sleeper pick. I think we might have to do some sort of drawing and have an NHL fantasy league, uh, with some of our listeners. I think that'd be really fun. Um, Probably put it, I think we could put it, I think through um, ESPN works, but if not, I really like the Yahoo experience too. Yeah, yeah, as far as the draft kit, there's no reason to ever not pick guys who play for Tampa Bay because they just win every year. And, you know, these these leagues are not structured around, um, you know, expected goals. They are structured around actual goals that go in. So, Sadina, bless your heart. I don't, that's not the league for you, my friend. But for Stamkos, for the Cooch, you know, when the Cooch is out there, not injured, that's a good pick. Um, but, man, yeah, if Ferrana, that's another guy. If he, you know, stays healthy, that's a, that's a good deep-cut uh, fantasy pick. I like that a lot. Now, if uh, Mike, I think you do fantasy hockey more often than I do. Do you get more points yeah. on the power play? You do specifically get points uh, for even strength, and then you get um like a bump for power play or shorthanded goals and assists so you get a point for a goal and then a point for it being a power play yeah that's okay so the answer to that question was yes all right um <laughs> I, was, I was expanding I, on it. i told you the penalty kill i just i just wanted to i i wanted to confirm that before i talked out of my b-hole but um the other thing too is you get these guys all on the same power play on tampa so they just you know bucket points off each other so one guy scores and then the other two probably got assists so uh it's a a, clearly it's an easy plan to have (laughs) to pick up a lot of lightning as long as nobody gets hurt and that list will that list will do pretty good for you um yeah i i I just thought the verona stuff was was fun because it it is fun to think about even outside of fantasy for (laughs) red wings i mean the the fantasy for uh red wings fans is just seeing a full season with verona and we've referenced this a ton of times. We've only seen little snippets of Verona's career, but he always ranks up at the top and goals four per 60 uh, for this little chunks of season that he actually gets to play. So does it extrapolate? It'd be fun to learn. Fun to learn. Um, 
Sagris, dot, dot, dot. Raymond, style over substance. Jan. Well, Dan, I mean, I, uh, I, I, I know actually, we have a Raymond bias because he actually plays here, but if the Red Wings swung a trade for Zegers, I think he'd have a lot of fans. I think you took that conversation in the absolute worst way possible. <laughs> Um, I, I think, so it's funny as I read through this and I was like, what is, wait, what is Dan saying here? But yeah, I, I think you're right. Like we, we like, we like our Raymond more than Zegras. I don't think, oh wait. I can't say I it enough. Heard... I like Zegras more for the NHL. <laughs> wait, one of my kids just screamed ow. And that doesn't normally happen. All right. I think we're okay. Yeah, man, yeah, they're think... little. They get hurt all the time. They're fine. <laughs> yeah, but the screaming of ow doesn't normally happen. Um, usually they just start crying. So if they scream ow. Uh, T-Money, happy with Raven's season. I was uh, surprised because I don't want to overhype. Um, I think, yeah, the, like T-Money's got the right idea here. We don't want to get too excited about Raymond. Mike, ready to trade Lucas Raymond away for, for Zegris. I didn't say but... one for one. I said if we acquired Zegris, we'd have a lot. We'd have a lot more. Oh, fans. yeah. If we had Zegris on our team, we'd be super stoked. No, I, I think we're all just like anything, right? Like, we want our family to get all the attention we think it deserves. Um, <laughs> and Bo's our family. So if somebody's trying to take a little bit of that attention away, um, we don't get it. Like, I'm about to really live that as my kids start to go into, like, uh school plays or like sports or something or um you know rec places where they could be recognized and uh if they aren't recognized as number one i'm just gonna i'm gonna fucking lose it so you're gonna uh, look at your wife and be like what are we doing here <laughs> oh yeah that's a little teddy boy he just doesn't want to sleep all right i feel better now okay. um blake 1991 uh, says i hope raymond puts on 15 pounds and then Verano will score one power play goal for every pound that Raymond puts on. Just kidding. Blake in a separate comment said Verano will score 15 power play goals. Um, Blake, I, I, I like where your head's at. I think uh, it'd be crazy if Raymond just puts on 15 pounds of muscle, <laughs> with how, how ripped these hockey players can get. And um, you know, we saw him get pushed off a lot. So that that's definitely something, even if it wasn't 15 pounds of muscle, but you, you kind of, you figure that's where it's going to go, right? These guys are training in a particular kind of way. Eric Johnson's aboard. What's going on, buddy? Um, now, Verona scoring that f those 15 power play goals. I think that is where uh, we come back to this conversation in the fantasy draft kit. Um, that would be a hell of a sleeper pick. <laughs> and I, I got to imagine it's going to be tough to have him labeled as a sleeper right now and not have people start to try to connect the dots. Why is he labeled as a sleeper? And then go, Oh shit. Yeah, that is a good pick. And then we're all going to be scrambling wow. and eventually he'll be a second round pick and <laughs> he'll just escape the first round and everybody's going to pick him up in the second round. Um, that was another hey, element. I have a, of this, I have a that was surprising question for you. Um, so the, that, that estimate what was at 15 goals for the, on the power play. That was, what do you, you know, uh, Oh, just, like, just for like giggles. Thrown out there. How, who yeah. do you think, what do you think, led the league in power play goals uh austin matthews no like how many oh um i feel like you want me to say like 13 or 14 <clears throat> is that your guess 
Sure, go for it. I I know where you're so going. So it was uh, like first and second place were 26 and 24. All right. Right. But after that, it's like a bunch of 16s and 15s in a row. So if he's getting 15 goal power play goals, he's like third in the league. That's that's that'd be a pretty uh, that'd be a number you'd be pretty happy about. Uh, that'd be can you pretty nice? Is it hard to count how many guys? Like let's say you're looking at one two. From the guy who's ranked number one to like fourteen power play goals, how many guys are on the list? Uh, twelve. All right. I mean, yeah, we've been talking about Verona being like goals for per sixty. We've seen him ranked in the top three when it comes to like we're trying to extrapolate it over an entire season. We go, oh wow, he'd be third place in goals over the whole year. So, you know, that's uh, not too far fetched, right? Like we know he's a goal scorer. We know when we see him, it's just like, how the hell did that go in? Like not only. It's the shot incredible. The selections are incredible. But then it just kind of feels like sometimes the puck just bounces off of his stick and rolls into the back of the net. Uh, we had a couple of those for him to start uh, his post-injury season last year. So, yeah, it's um, that's what goal scorers do, right? Like, he, um, what was the uh, Bull, Durham, Bull Durham? Crash Davis had that comment. It's like you have your 250 hitters, but you 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 sneak up close to 300 because you get that bloop single to drop. You know, it's, it's not necessarily like the guy has been more talented. It's like you, you reach that next level uh, because things are just going your way. Um, so I was, I always thought that comment was interesting, even though it wasn't from anybody who actually played sports. It's just a comment from a, a character in a movie, but I, I always thought there was a yeah, lot. It was, to that. Uh, it was what? One more blooper, one more nubber. And yeah. uh, suddenly you have a 300 average and you have a job. And then if those don't hit, then you're in the minor leagues. All right. Last, last comment uh, before we move on here to talk about some of our children uh, in the prospect system here. Uh, Ketzel thrown out there. Razor definitely needs to get bigger. Or maybe the Red Wings just need to get bigger on a whole. Uh, Mike, uh, Corey Promen, I don't know why I said on a whole. Uh, I mean, that makes sense, but uh, just feels sort of. I'm making it sexual. Anyway, Corey Promen came out with uh, the most interesting NHL prospects from each team. And of course, who do you pick? Simon Edvinson. That gets us a little bit bigger, huh? Um, no, well, for, so what Corey said here, um, it's actually, I, I read through this. It's uh, kind of goes back and forth here. It's a great 18 year old season in the SHL. I thought Edvinson looked like a strong candidate to be in the NHL uh, after a shaky summer world juniors, though, a more 50 50. Make up, uh, make his uh, camp fascinating. It'll be interesting to see how the highly toolsy defenseman does with the NHL pace, and if he's ready to be an everyday guy at that level. Excuse me, Mike. Um, uh, kind of fun. Another fun little ditty here, where one of our guys is being recognized. But uh, go ahead. The most interesting NHL 2022 2023 training camp prospects from each team. How can it possibly be Edmondson when we have a six foot eight monster on our team? <laughs> I was going to ask you if he did pick the right guy. Edmondson is not interesting at this point. It's just that he like had po- two poopy games and they're like, oh, maybe he's not a top prospect. That's not interesting. He's just going to have to come back and play better than he did in the last game. The most interesting one is the six foot eight guy. I mean, he, he, had, he had a diarrhea tummy too. Yeah, he had bubble guts. So basically, Corey's most interesting thing happening in Red Wings training camp. It was diarrhea. Uh, this fall, if, if a guy can come back from a diarrhea spell. Um... <laughs> <laughs> we got to have him on the show to ask that question. Corey, were you aware 
Um, anyway. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, I'm I think sorry, he had, so... uh, didn't he have his little boo-boo finger too? Boo-boo tummy, boo-boo finger. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I'm Simon not, I'm Edmondson. Gonna, yeah, diarrhea takes the best of us, you know. Um, so maybe I think, he just so, needs a few more bananas. But, so I, play... I mean, Elmer Salderblom should be the most interesting person. So, to play the prime advocate here, instead of devil's advocate, um, the argument against what you're saying is just that it's way more set in stone that uh, our boy is Soderblom is just destined for Grand Rapids. Where Edmondson, maybe it's not quite in stone, and we could go pull up cap friendly right now and see that a full roster could be built out right now. No Edmondson, no problem. I mean problem from our perspective but uh no problem from uh you know filling out <laughs> six guys on the blue line right well the criteria is uh this list is to identify a player whose progress will be the most fascinating to follow this fall mostly with an eye towards players who could help their club soon so if he just wants to say it's because simon has a, a stronger likelihood of helping okay but i mean if you're going to stretch that definition be like well what if elmer has like a hot camp and he's you know, he's scoring in Grand Rapids. Uh, I think he's going to be pretty close to getting a job. So I I will still say that I feel like the only reason they're using the word interesting is because he hasn't been, like, Mo Cider good so far, which, you know, not a lot of people are. So I, I don't put Simon on that list. Just think he needs a little more time. The most interesting person. The person I'm going to be glued to. The person I'm going to be exploring minor league hockey television packages so i can watch elmer soderblom I, I i mean you know watch the, the griffins is because of soderblom that's the most fascinating person to me uh dan b thrown out there i'm so pulling for elmer to have a good camp me and, too dan. Um, me too buddy i think that's what we want to do next uh but before we do that so what we want to do everybody hang around please god don't leave uh, I, I gave you all a nice christmas present and I made the ads much shorter but uh we're gonna run through some ads real quick but uh, when we come back, we'll go through uh, prospect uh, tournament, Jesus, and uh, we'll go through who we think are the most interesting storylines. And I think I ranked them properly, but if not, we'll just, you know, we'll figure it out. All right. See, see you guys in a sec here. If you're a loyal Detroiter like me, you know that we love our local bands and we love them hard. Like Electric Six. Electric Six has power, energy, in the lyrics, in everything instrumental about it. It is Detroit. But the best way to experience that Detroit sound is with my Raycon earbuds. Raycon earbuds look, feel, sound better than ever. If you're a Red Wings fan, you got to go with the red ones. Uh, Optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit. These earbuds are so comfortable and they will not budge. Trust me on that. Raycons give you eight hours of playtime, 32-hour battery life. Price just right. You get quality audio at half the price of some of those other Streaming audio brands, you know who I'm talking about. It's no wonder Raycon's earbuds have over 50,000 five-star reviews. It's not just that. You've got your customizable sound profiles. You've got the earbud tap functions. Just tap that little sucker and get you going. Noise isolation and awareness mode. I love that one. You don't want anybody sneaking up on you. So if you are interested in having that premium audio experience, but not the premium price of some of the other brands... Go to buyraycon.com today and use code THPN15 to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's code THPN15 at buyraycon.com to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com, code THPN15. 
code THPN15. The NFL's opening week was action-packed, and it's just getting started. Get ready for week two of touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins with the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on any football game and get $200 in free bets instantly. Want more action? Everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings early win promotion. It's simple. This Sunday, bet on any NFL team to win. If your team leads by 10 at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All righty, time to get into our prospect tournament and training camp discussion. Well, not training camp discussion. I just realized I put up the wrong slide. Um, I saved a bunch of images from uh, from Detroit Red Wings Twitter. Um, I didn't realize it said training camp there, but yeah, just just the tournament here. Here, you guys want to look at this picture? Yay! Yeah, we love pictures. Starts tomorrow. Why not? Why not? Um, no games for the Wingdings tomorrow, the fifteenth. Mike knows Matt ha- might have a lot of time to watch these games soon. Uh, Friday, September sixteenth, uh, three o'clock. Columbus Blue Jackets, Detroit Red Wings, going at it. Uh, the seventeenth, you got the Wingdings and the Stars at six p.m. Uh, Sunday, the eighteenth, nothing. Monday the 19th, and Wings and Leafs. All right. Um, how does this work, Mike? Do you remember last year? Like, is it actually a tournament? Or do they play on the 19th, and then they're they're like, all right, who won the most? I think it's decided by who has games scheduled on the 19th. <laughs> no, it's the, the last day of the tournament. The last, guys... team play, the last team playing wins. Because it's at, it's at 11 a.m., right? So maybe they play another game. With whoever, yeah, maybe there's like a two like p.m. Like... game coming, but uh, I I don't know. It, if, I, I guess I only care about the wins if Kosa's in that. Um, I, I just I just care more about the games ending like nine to seven because Soderblom has another hat trick. That's what I'm looking forward to. So, kind of to Pronman's point, and what we're gonna kind of use here to get ourselves excited is like. There and probably a better way to look at Proudman, like Proudman's own list. Uh, but yeah, like from our perspective, what what are the most exciting storylines? And it's not just um, look, we want to see a guy be successful because Mike, I'm look, we're looking at a name right now, or names right now, the whole prospect tournament roster for the Red Wings. Um, I I would guess Mike, there isn't a name on this list that you're hoping that they do poorly. Um, yeah. Can you correct me on that statement? Uh, there's nobody that I want to suck. Okay, good. And I so, mean that both ways. So yeah, like when I, when I built this list here, um, I kind of just like had the thought of like, all right, let's what based on Matt and Mike, the prospects we're most excited about, like what which ones do we want to see do well? Which, well, let me actually back up. Can you show the list one more time? Oh my god. All right, you have one that you want to do poorly. Yeah. Uh I don't really poorly. want Kirill Tuteyev to do well because I don't want to 
learn how to say that name. Uh, Kirill Tuchayev. We spent a whole episode a year ago talking about him. And Mike, I'm just going to spoil the list right now. Oh, there he no. is. He made the list. God He's bless on the America. list. Mike, God damn you. He kind of looks mother. like Jason Siegel a little bit. <laughs> he does. So another game I wanted to play here, too, was if you could look at the faces and tell me who they were. Um, so you might you might get one right. All right. Um, I know the Jason Siegel one. <laughs> so I brought up what I said because Michael Scripp throws out there. Uh, Cross Hannis. That's the number one. I, well, maybe it's not the number one name on his list. Uh, it's a player he's looking forward to seeing. I absolutely agree. I just can't see a world where his future changes right based on based on a performance here so i think that's where i kind of wanted to lean and just make sure we're all on the same page because i would love to see cross Hannis like just blow our mind in this tournament um but i do think if a couple of futures could start to be turned in a one way or the other and it starts with i already spoiled it for all the youtube viewers sebastian cosa mike we're talking about just back to back to back amazing season well like you know that last season uh maybe didn't start so great, but it certainly ended fantastic for the Edmonton Oil Kings. Uh, walking away with the tournament championship, whatever the fuck that thing's called. I don't care. Um, but <laughs> 921 save percentage, 941. Wings draft him. Drops down to 913. But again, some some struggles in the season. This is a 46-game season compared to 33 games the year before, or two years before, and 19 the year before that. So my man's got to get his legs underneath him, right? And that's fine. We, we make the, the six same. Six-foot-six legs beneath it right and we've got plenty of time to get this figured out but what we don't want to see i don't know if you remember mike but it was a rough tournament last year um didn't he didn't look great he looked uh he looked shaky um those six foot six legs were shaking underneath him and uh kosa did not you didn't walk away and go whoa this kid is like two years away from the nhl we walked away and we said yeah that's why there's a rule of five years for goaltenders and their development like so that's where i put him on this list and i say is there a chance that we see a jump here you know we we saw the what the one game that we have labeled on here from the world juniors this past summer already referenced for mr edvinson in regards to uh Pramon's article but one game uh two goals against 917 save percentage that's an upgrade, Mike, over his whole season for the Edmonton Oil Kings. It's uh, four extra percentage points for a uh, save percentage. Um, but yeah, I mean, like you have Kosa in the World Juniors. You were kind of thinking like, all right, he's going to light this thing up. And it was just, you know, it's a fine performance. Um, but that's where I think the this tournament comes into play. And we want to see something that's going to make us go like maybe maybe this is that like sigh of relief. OK, Kosa. Did not just completely implode. Um, maybe we want to tell ourselves that the storyline, we're on track, we're four years away, or maybe we want to say, I don't know, could be two. Maybe we, maybe we get this guy going, Grand Rapids, starting, see what happens. You know, like that's, those are the conversations that I want to see. Um, Righteous 247, Kosa gave up a lot of glove side high during this year's development camp. Um, I guess on that point, feels like something that's coachable. So if we could see that there's been some improvement there, I think Righteous has a good point in keeping an eye out for something very particular. Um, 
What else um, do we have on here? Uh, Dan B, I'm wondering if the better move would be for Kosa to start in the ECHL, and if he plays well, then Grand Rapids. And I guess that's part of the question we want to get answered, right? If we could see a good prospect tourney, maybe that starts pushing us in the right direction on what's going to be the better option here. But Dan, I don't, uh, I don't scoff that uh, that shout out or that plan. Anyway, uh, shape or form, I, I I don't hate it. And honestly, I uh, wouldn't mind a trip down to Toledo to watch my boy anyway. So, yeah, light it up. Uh, this is uh, maybe the toughest one to project. Uh, it, it feels like a lot of delusion right now. Uh, we're, we're making a lot of judgment calls on a guy who was uh, 16 years old when he had a really good season. Uh, he's 19 right now. Uh, wait, I apologize. I think he turns 19 in November. November 21st. He was born 2002. Yeah, he's a baby. I'm sorry. He's a baby. He's only 19. He's just a boy. Um, See, so yeah, I don't I don't really expect a lot out of him in this prospect tournament. It kind of feels like they're just kind of giving us a treat. I, I don't know what they really expect from him. Um, I, I wouldn't expect to see him in the NHL. I would expect to see him last almost out of almost everybody on that list. Oof. And wow. not just not like skill. I just I think that it's gonna take a little while for a six foot six uh teenager to become an NHL goalie. So So you're saying we need to collaborate ahead of time when we create these notes and slides for the episode, is what you're saying. Uh <laughs> yes. 100%. You know, okay. Well that's no, that's I'm, on you, my man. Um All right, all right, right solo on that one. I don't care. <laughs> Uh, next name here, of course, uh, the only stat I'll point out if you're watching on YouTube that's blocked off uh, from our Raycon ad. Uh, we just wanted more visibility on that. I'm kidding. It's uh, the Grand Rapids uh, listing for this upcoming season, which uh, clearly we don't have to worry about yet. Um, Mike, next guy on my list. You want to give a shot? Matt, that is uh, Mr... Cross. Albert Johansson. All right. Oh, Albert Johansson. I should have. <laughs> uh, continually gets defined as, as a, a slick moving defenseman. He, mo he moves quite well. We've seen so many highlights over the last couple of years of his playmaking abilities and his honestly, like just no, no worries whatsoever. on what's going to happen to that beautiful mug there. As he carries himself as a defenseman right up to the net to either create a play or throw it in the back of the net himself. Uh, last couple of seasons, and we are talking SHL seasons, he's playing against men. Um, 19 points in 44 games, 25 points in 52 games. Our boy just keeps getting noticed everywhere. He keeps getting called out. This is his first chance over in, uh, in North, well, I'll say with the Wingdings, uh, getting that chance in North America. Mike, I, I have him on my list. So I think this is an opportunity where injury comes along and we know how weak the left side of the defense is. And that's why we make Simon Edmondson such a shoe in um, another left side defenseman for the wingdings. Albert here. Uh, we see a good prospect tourney. I think we're getting more time in the preseason. No problem with that statement. Uh, however, it is worthwhile mentioning because there's another name on this list that will not be labeled as a grand rapids griffin uh but yeah again uh, elite prospects for forecasting yeah that's the right word uh that his upcoming season will be in grand rapids 
no problem with that. I don't I don't really have any qualms. Just want to throw that out there. But there is potential here, I think. Um, I mean, we've already called out, like, <laughs> will the Wings just shut out three three games here <laughs> in the prospect journey with the super strong uh, defensive Swedish core here? Or, um, you know, is, is there potential for... Um, for things to go the other way, but but again, I mentioned that you know that the potential for shutouts because uh, we do have a lot of com- confidence in our boy Albert here. We have a lot of confidence in Simon, um, and I guess it wasn't just the Swede side of things, uh, but still, to get to the point, I think there's potential here for a good enough tournament. We see things start to trickle down. The trickle down theory, I think this is what this applies to, and uh, he gets more time in uh, training camp, and then. No more preseason opportunity, but it starts here. So that's why this for me is one of the most interesting three games players to watch for the next three games for those wing dings. Do we have confirmation of who his playing partner is going to be? Is he going to end up with Edmondson or is he going to be playing with like Sabrango or, or Vero? I would guess another spot because they're both going to be playing the left side unless it's something where it's it's like, well, we just got to fill this <laughs> these six uh, or these three pairings out. Um, so righteous thrown out there. He thinks Albert starts before Simon Edmondson in the NHL. It's not a terrible take. Albert, he's been playing in that grown men league for a little bit here, and he's had a lot of success, and they're not – necessarily going to be required to play the same game here but if you can find a reason to make albert's game part of your you know, like if that falls under the needs he has some successful openings here with uh, the prospect tourney training camp in the preseason i don't see why righteous 247 is going out on too far a limb here i think I, I love the hot take i think it's i think it's a great conversation um not trying to downplay it righteous i just think uh i think you, i think there's a good it's a hot take, right? So maybe it's not to say that there's a good chance that could happen, but um, I don't know. I guess maybe I'm not going to be surprised. I don't know. I don't know what to say next year. I just really like it, Righteous. I like it. We've been talking about Albert for two full years here, about when is he coming to Detroit, and, um, you know, it's happening, and are we going to be too shocked when he plays so fantastic in this tournament? And uh, furthermore, in training camp, furthermore, in a preseason game. All right. I'm getting a call from a mortgage company. Okay. Never buy a new house. Um, no, those calls never end. Um, yeah. I don't know if I have a huge um, take on Albert. I think that this prospect tournament is, uh, I, I think that he should be at the point where he's standing out. I, I would expect him to look better than Edmondson, even if Edmondson is quote more toolsy. Um, so I don't think that <laughs> he's that the unicorn. Is, I, I I don't think that hot take is is too uh, bananas. I, I I if I had if that was if that was an offer for DraftKings, I would put money on him making it first. Woo! Well, then, yeah, you know what? You would do that because they'd probably have a pretty good. You'd probably make more money betting that betting on Albert over Simon, right? Uh, and we think there's a good chance that that Albert Wood is is the game we're playing. Yeah, I, I mean, I wasn't necessarily just trying to uh, you know give, uh, the game or give our <laughs> give our, our gambling uh, corner here on uh, Red Wings Ring, um, but it was more about I just I'm like uh, would you parlay that with something? 
So I'm sorry. Go ahead. I would parlay that with uh, Zegers being the MVP. <laughs> Just to really grind some gears over here. Um, yeah, I, he, he's got a little bit of a head start. I, I would be surprised if this wasn't his time. I don't know what else he's really got to prove unless he completely craps the bed in this tournament. No, and I, I just want to jump. Uh, I want to jump on your point, right? Like we talk about Edmondson being the unicorn, um, but when we drafted him, we said all of these unicorn abilities weren't necessarily ready to go. We just knew that when they all came together, they were going to be special. Uh, Albert, you could make the argument that with what we've been watching in the SHL in the men's league, um, he looks he looks good to go. I mean, we aren't talking about the unicorn abilities still needing to be developed so maybe that's the argument that he gets in there first because our boy is solid in what he needs to do and he can be solid in his role in the nhl i think that's probably the easiest way to put it um kirk and craig going at it in the comments here kirk pointing out to kind of double down on albert maybe getting in is looking back at that summer world juniors and then craig throwing out there bad food point or had food poisoning and wasn't 100% like we threw out there earlier. Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't get so uh, hung up on the past World Juniors. But that, again, just kind of adds to the uh, how interesting this prospect tournament could be to see if... Um, I mean, right, I, it's still interesting. Like, we kind of ragged on Pronman. Um, we'll get to it in a second. Um, all right. Not Meat says, hot take. We're going a step further. This one... Donovan Zabrango makes the team. Edmondson starts the year in Grand Rapids. That's an even hotter take. Um, not not meat. Um, I like that handle. Um, <laughs> I like the stink faces there in that in the little image too. Um, that one would shock me a bit. Um, I mean, it's 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 kind of funny, right? Like, it's not a bad thing if Sabrango's playing better than Edmondson, but it just just it just kind of makes you nervous. Like, oh man, what's it? What's you know, he's not quite at Sabrango's level, and I I don't know if we thought that Sabrango had the uh, the full repertoire that Edmondson did. So, um, well, kind of that, would, the argu- that would surprise me. With the argument of, of Albert making it before Edmondson, kind of the same thing with Sabrango making it before Edmondson. They're not necessarily replacing him. You know what I mean? Like they're they're bringing they're all bringing different things to the game, and Sabrango is going to be a little bit more physical. And don't forget, like the background, like the story on Sabrango, first guy to sign his ELC in his draft class. Like the Red Wings really like this guy, and they've been constantly talking about how he comes back to the coaches and wants to learn more. Um, it's not about speeding things up; it's about He's so fully aware of who he is. And that's what, remember, we love these stories. We talked about last year, which of the uh, high-ranking prospects had a shot at making the team. We put Sabrango on that list because all of the stories that surround him are that he wants to be coached. And um, that's the kind of thing I would reward. That's the kind of thing I'd give a nine-game stint to uh, and give Sabrango that shot. Um, I think... I think, right, uh, we learned last year that uh, you got to be a teenager for that nine-game stint to mean anything. And uh, Sabrango's eaten those those ELC years. Somebody correct me in the comments if I'm wrong. Uh, but any hoozles, if that, that, that's then true for uh, Albert, it's true for Sabrango, Albert, who's 21 right now. Uh, but I think if that gets played into the conversation a little bit is maybe the age here, um, I would just come back to... How much the coaches love Sabrango. 
and how much I think that they want to reward that and make that a part of the Red Wings culture. Is that a terrible thing to be a part of the culture? No, I think it's pretty great. So yeah, I'll not meet. I'll, I'll go for it. I'm not going to say uh, now out of the two hot takes here, I think Albert's more, more likely to happen out of uh, all of those three defensemen. I think the most likely is Edmondson to make the team. Uh, but I'm here for all of these conversations. And uh, I think everybody else likes it when we do the hot take machine. All right, Mike, next on the list for interesting prospect tourney coming up. Jason Kirill, Siegel. Yeah. Siegel, also known as Kirill Tutayev, who scored three points, two goals and an assist in the first two periods of last year's prospect tournament. And that was about it. Um, three points in nine games after an injury with uh, the Grand Rapids Griffins. So what we want to see, and I think this is why this is interesting, is we want him to go into the next season with the Griffins, and we want to kick up the excitement again like we had last year. We're bouncing through. We have a whole episode a year ago, Mike, just about Tutayev. We have a whole episode about it. Can you believe that? I cannot. Yeah. We didn't even know his face until today. Um, actually, a year news. ago, a year ago, he had just one of those grayed out, you know, like in the WWE when they have like a to be named. He just he just had like a gray. Like a creator wrestler. He just had yeah. a gray. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, silhouette. <laughs> exactly. He was a gray silhouette. Um, what's that? Uh, there's there's like a wrestling Twitter account. I was hoping you'd. It's like vacant, but it's not vacant. Uh, I don't know. Anyways, um, so yeah, that, that's WWE the story here. Ish. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the story that's here. Is that we want to see? We want to get the excitement level back up to where it was last year, and you know, honestly, we don't want like another Jared McIsaac, right? Like where just the years will just start to disappear, and we'll have him on those lists of like, man, you know what? It'd be really great if he got a chance to play a couple of games in the NHL, like. We don't want those stories. We saw some major skill a year ago. I want to see that major skill come back, and then I want to see it continue in the Griffins. I don't think our man is going to play his way onto the wingdings, but I think with how disappointing or disappointed we were to just see his season get ruined last year, um, I, I, I guess I just want to see enough of a kickback this year that we can get excited again. I want to get excited again for Kirill. Is that fair? Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not against it. Um, right. Yeah, we'll see, man. How about this one, uh, Wings fans? Please don't judge Simon. Of course, uh, Dan B referencing Simon Edmondson here. Don't judge Simon based on what Mo did last year. Of course, that uh, that Mo reference in reference to uh, Mo Cider. <laughs> no, Dan making a great point here, uh, and Eric throwing this out there with the agree. I, there should be. There's 30 people watching right now. I should see agree typed up 30 times. Dan, you're absolutely right. And I think that even goes back to like the Albert conversation and the Sabrango conversation. We're talking about filling out possibly the third pairing. Do we need Edmondson to fill out the third pairing this year for a team that is not going to win the Stanley Cup? Nope. No, we do not. Right? Uh, I... I mean, he's 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 the focal point of our defense, man. My God, what are we gonna do without a without prospect who had, <laughs> who had bubble guts and he's never touched the ice before at the NHL level? Um, no, it's preposterous. Um, I, I did put him in the wrong order. Like that. That's all it. right. Well, I put him in the wrong order, uh, so we'll back up. Every, I teased who my number one is. 
But Simon, Edmondson, um, how many did we do here? Is this five? Let's say it was five. So number two on the list. We'll get to number one in a second. Uh, like, most wait, interesting. That's not. That's Simon oh. Edmondson. Yeah. Oh, no, I was, get, I was all geared up for Soderblom. No, that's not him. Right. That's and only white it. face I learned this week. You weren't supposed to say it out loud. It was... Oh. <laughs> Nobody I was, was excited. Be able to I, learned, uh, I learned one white face this week, so I'm very excited. Very proud of myself. Okay. I don't... Um... All right. Learning faces. Okay, anyway, moving on from that weird comment, Mike, who learned a face... I'm going to call it that. Um, of course, Simon Edmondson. And uh, we already kind of had the discussion with the Corey Priman, um reference of his article uh, this past week, making Edmondson the number one uh, player to watch on the Wings uh, whole list. I mean, for the for all of training camp, not just this prospect tourney. So maybe, I don't know, maybe uh, maybe our list change. Maybe it changes as we go into training camp and we see Soderblom immediately get sent to Grand Rapids. <laughs> but anyway, um yeah, I mean, this is for sure. This should definitely be in your top two of guys you can't wait to see in this prospect tournament. And number one should definitely be number one. <laughs> but number two, Simon Edmondson, only because, Mike, I'm going to I'm gonna come back to a silly point here. Elite Prospects, at the bottom there, does not have him listed going to Grand Rapids. They have him listed for his upcoming season occurring in Detroit. So, <clears throat> I Can think I just maybe... say that's not, even for them, Let's just say that's not even a hot take because we are calling him interesting. We are saying, uh, you know, he he's uh, uh, you know divisive at this point. Like, you know, can we can we trust him? Is he even good? Because he had diarrhea for like an hour. Man, he could still potentially. We've seen this this list of defensemen at the NHL level for the Red Wings. I don't know if it would be that difficult for Edmondson to not have diarrhea and suddenly be at least. At least our six best defensemen. Yeah, uh, right now, just to throw out there, uh, Elite Prospects has him third place on their prospect rankings across the league, Edmondson. So again, should you be excited for this? Yes. And when we say he's number two, it's not a bad thing. But it kind of feels like the way that his tournament, the way that his training camp unfolds, kind of feels like it's either meeting a, a... like we've already decided Detroit Red Wings among many of us, we've already decided that's happening or it trends negatively. So I think that's why I have him as number two instead of number one, because most things that could result from this training camp feel like it would be negative instead of positive. Does that make sense? Do we know is. Oh, do we know? Can you, can you remember if the, <laughs> Can you remember if the projection for him is that he's going to score points? I mean, yeah, this is our this is our little unicorn. He has the potential to develop into an all points successful two way defenseman. So do do we think that he's going to learn his best in Grand Rapids or just getting healthy scratches at the NHL level once in a while? But kind of oh, definitely help. Definitely healthy scratches at the NHL level are going to do it. <laughs> You know, He's gonna feel so bad. So I, would, I just, I, don't, I wouldn't feel bad about him being in Grand Rapids because <laughs> I think you know, let him dominate down there for a little bit. Um, I, I, I know what you're saying, and I think that's where I'm kind of leaning this conversation into like negatives can result from this. But if you saw an amazing training camp preseason and of course a prospect tourney from Simon, you're not going to see him get scratched 
because the defensive pairings that we can put out there are not that good. <laughs> so he gets a spot on this team. Um, but yeah, that just means if things aren't going our way, if he's on the NHL and getting scratched, things have gone much worse, I think, than we would even guess. Well, yeah, it's it not wouldn't even be like, like a, on Grand Rapids. Yeah, on no, I mean, it pair. wouldn't be like a like an ineptitude thing. It would just be like, you know, he hasn't learned how to do, you know, X or Y in his own zone. So it's, you know, something we want to work on with him. Yeah, him getting scratched would kind of mean like they've made this determination where they're like, well, I've done all I can do. Uh, if he's not going to learn, he's going to sit on the bench. Uh, so that that would be terrifying. <laughs> and Righteous thrown out there, would you rather see Edmondson or Osterley? Oh, <laughs> it's a, it's I mean... an easy one for me. Um, Chewy thrown out there, Goldilocks. Oh, I love that. That's beautiful. Um, not Meat thrown out there. I'm most excited to see Soderblom. He's just such a unique prospect. Well, Mike, number one on our tourney list is, look at that handsome young man. The tallest man in the company. He's just yep. tickled that somebody saw him and was like, wow, did you see how tall that guy is? And then I they think took he also the next picture. Be, uh, he wants to be the tallest guy in AEW by a foot and a half. So I think that's pretty exciting for him. What's that? Uh, Wykowski, he's the biggest man in the company. Um, yeah, that's uh, anybody know Biloxi, Biloxi Blues, Blues with Matthew Broderick and Christopher Walken. Man, what a classic. I love that movie. If you guys have not seen Biloxi Blues, um, all right, two things. It's an older comedy. It's also set. Is it set in World War II? So be prepared to, um, if you're easily offended. I don't want to say that because that's bad. I try God damn it. I put myself in a hole here. I think it was there's a, some problematic. It was written by a guy who writes for the stage. And uh yeah, it's about Matthew Broderick is a new recruit and he's he's a uh, he wants to be a writer well, when he grows up. Um but first he's gotta go to the army. And right. it's about I, I just, yeah. I just wanted to get out there that some of the of the lines are a little problematic. Some of the lines so. will be a little dated, uh, but it yeah. does have one of my favorite fart jokes of all time. Uh when there's a guy having indigestion on a train and the guy complains and says I, you know, feel under the weather. Does anybody have an antacid? And somebody tells a guy, plugging it up ain't going to help Epstein. So. <laughs> That's still a good one. Yeah. Uh, team Money, highly recommend. Um, all Thanks, right. So, yeah, Elmer Soderblom. I think the exact opposite conversation I could have here comparing Elmer's uh, preseason, his preseason on the whole compared to what could happen for Simon. And... Um, yeah, it just kind of feels like this is the most intriguing one for me because if things start to build some momentum and go in the right direction, uh, you have nine... All right, six spots. Six forward spots for the wing ding. I said nine. I I don't regret it. You know what? Nine spots that are not set in stone uh, on those forward lines. And of course, there's some guys uh, that would be penciled in right now to be on the Red Wings roster that we would be more than happy to see go bye-bye. Uh, be a healthy scratch game to game. And uh, Soderblom is just one of those guys that, like Edmondson, has been labeled as the unicorn type. And of course, to kind of should we put a definition on that for people that don't listen to the show all the time? But essentially, I mean, we're talking about a guy that's six foot eight and sometimes can move like Pavel Datsuk, has some speed on him, and also will just bowl guys over with his sheer size. You don't, you don't get that. You don't get that very often. Um, I, I should say it's this will be one of the most rare players to 
get a shot at the NHL for the next couple of seasons. A guy that can move and has this type of size. I have, I, I, collectively, I don't know what we're in for. Because this might be like throwing the ball down low to Shaquille O'Neal in his prime. Like, I, I don't know how <laughs> other guys are going to take the puck away from him. I mean, they could try to, you know, like skate circles, you know, you know show some agility. But he's he's got some stick handling ability. So I, I don't know if he can just do like a like a perfect 360 circle and nobody ever steals the puck away from him. I'm I'm captivated by this young man's career i i can't wait to see what this looks like yeah and, and i mean there's some real potential here too to like build some real monster lines uh on the wing dings and of course once the pairing lines up the right way you have a real monster pairing behind them so it's just there's a lot to be excited here this is the most exciting guy on the roster and it's not just size it's the ability that we saw that kicked it up where he was going like a half he ends the season with a half a point per game in the shl last year and he did that going at a point per game pace once we got about a halfway th- about halfway through the season, which actually sounds like I just said he had zero points halfway through the season. But um, I, I would say like two, maybe. Can you imagine point- too if he becomes like a competent two way player? Like there's yeah, already be- a role for him on a playoff team. Like I, I don't know how you break through like the blue line with this guy in your way with his you know six foot eight arms and his hockey stick. I, I feel like. They're going to have to like measure his hockey stick every game to make sure his isn't too long, but it's, it's gotta be, um, what, uh, a percentage of the, like the player body, you know, Mm -hmm. so you can't just have like a 20 foot broomstick reaching all the way out. Um, I, I, man, if he ever like figures out being a defensive forward, I I think he could be a matchup nightmare where if you get a lead in a playoff game, I I don't, I don't know how you get around him. (coughs) Oh man. (coughs) Dan B thrown out there. Elmer's going to need Holmstrom's back padding. And then uh, Reich is thrown out there. If he makes the team, that's one more person not named Bart that can screen the goalie. No. <laughs> that's line of the show. Righteous uh, 247. That's my favorite line today. <laughs> Righteous. I love that line so much because it put the uh, thought in my head was like our go-to. I don't know if you remember the go-to power play play we had in the first half of the season was get it up to Bert up front. And he would do that little move that would, you know, kind of like a backhand, uh, did he backhand it over the goalie's uh, shoulder? Like he's yeah. right in front of the net um, and would just find a way to to make space, stick handle. We know that Soderblom can stick handle that well. We've seen it. So it's just, it's it's kind of exciting. Um, and I'm glad, Righteous, you pointed that out because that was like uh, what, what popped in my head was like, oh my God, could you imagine the sheer size? And then- Yeah, uh, I, I'm, so ex- I'm so excited for this guy. Probably- unreasonably so like he he might just end up being uh like Boban Marjanovic where like there's certain aspects of his game where you you can't touch him and he was a seven foot three piston uh for like a couple of years um and a really good dancer if you've never seen his TikTok um but I mean he could be exposed on defense so badly um so I don't think that that's going to be as big of an issue for Soderblom like the way his legs are so long it's going to be hard for him to get multiple strides in but man that that reach with the stick I'm telling you, that's that's it. Just feels like a nightmare for some people. I think we got to get. I like Dan B's comment here. We'll get some stick him on Elmer's stick, and he'll just reach over the goalie. But I Elmer like, can score a Michigan goal from behind the net. I, I feel like Elmer can score from the bench. <laughs> Is he gonna have? I mean, like we remember the years of like Chara being able to get the torque in the in the hips and the waist, and uh, having extra 
room to to build up that momentum. Are we are we going to see a shot like that? I'm not asking you. We don't know for sure, but um, you know, it's it's going to be a big boy. It's a big yeah, boy. I mean, he's he's never been a top ten ranked prospect, but man, right. if they can if they can figure it out, whoo, man, is that exciting? Um, last comment. We'll we'll sail out in the sunset here. Uh, two years ago, we had um a prospect. Uh, a European prospect podcast host as, as a guest on the show. And we were talking about Elmer Soderblom and uh, we came we came to a, the terrible conclusion that even if, even if there was no skating ability, any stick handling ability, he'd still be six foot at the time he was listed at six foot seven. It's funny that now he's listed as six foot eight, but he'd still have a six foot eight behemoth. And it's so much fun knowing that this guy does have some skating ability, some stick handling ability. All right. Like I said, we're going to sail off into the sunset. You guys, thanks for tuning in. Of course, uh, presented Red Wings rant presented by Raycon promo code THPN 15 to get 15% off and uh, DraftKings use promo code THPN. If you guys have a second, hit us up on uh, Apple podcasts and Spotify, subscribe, rate and review. I don't think it's the same for both of those platforms, but does us the most good. And if you guys are hanging around right now, just hit that like button. There's uh, potentially 30 likes. I would I would like to see it. I hope you guys had a tiny bit of fun. And if it's your first time checking out the show, hit that subscribe button. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, and we'll see you guys talk about what happened yeah, to Prospect the 30 next week. Yeah, can't wait. Have a good one, guys. Soda Blue!